All right, good morning or afternoon, everyone. Today is Tuesday, March 30th, 2021, and I just want to apologize just for putting this out a little bit later in the day. Normally, it's, uh, you know, two to three hours earlier. I've just been doing a ton of research for the members episode and the... um, and the public episode. With that being said, though, there is quite a bit to cover today. So let's jump right into it. So first off, let me just uh, open this up here. My apologies. Also, I do want to say, by the way, uh, for those that were expecting um, any episodes yesterday on Monday, Mondays will now be my uh, my days off just because I, I enjoy posting too much on Fridays and Saturdays. So I just wanted to, to change that. But anyways, New York state officials have subpoenaed Cuomo in... Um, in the probe. And on top of that, a ninth woman accused Cuomo of uh, basically sexual harassment. And she has pictures to prove it from a trip that he went to Greece as the not as a private citizen, but as the governor of New York made a speech, all that. And then from my understanding, the way it went was that he asked one of his assistants to call one of the assistants, uh, another assistant of theirs to his office or something like this. And then he ended up kissing her by on the lips and not letting go as she struggled to try to back away. And, um, yeah, so there's pictures of that. The guy's basically screwed. At this point, I mean, I don't know, just step like step down and this time around, I mean, holy crap, like yeah. Anyways, the next thing is that Nike just filed a lawsuit against those uh the shoes that um they they claim little Lil Nas X was trying to uh to, to post um to promote as. Now, here's the thing. They are Nike shoes. Now, Nike is denying any involvement in, you know, putting real human blood in the shoes or what have you. There's a lot of confusion going on right now. So, until it's cleared up, I don't want to say. With that being said, let's just assume for the sake of the reporting for a second that Nike, as a matter of fact, did not help build the shoes and that Lil Nas X went to another shoe company to just help put the pentagram, the upside down cross, and the human blood on Nike shoes or red Nike shoes and then they just kind of revamped it. Either way, I mean, he's kind of making light of it on Twitter saying now that this lawsuit happened, he's going to be poor. Like he put up a meme of Squidward from SpongeBob holding a cup asking for change. He's like, this is going to be me after the lawsuit. We'll see what happens. I, I don't know, man. This is this is whatever. I, I think there's more important things to talk about anyways. But if you're on Patreon, you'll see the connections we've made there. So the next thing is that Ghislaine Maxwell got even more charges slapped on her for uh, for basically grooming a 14-year-old girl for Jeffrey Epstein. Okay, I mean, at this point, I just lock her up. At this point, just throw like throw away the key. I don't know what what like I don't know. Anyways, this is interesting. So CNN in particular has allegedly staged a border crossing, and there's a very significant amount of evidence to suggest this. Either way, this doesn't look good, and I'll tell you why. Okay. So, this was shown on Aaron Burnett out front, which is, I think, a 6 p.m. or, yeah, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time show on CNN. And uh, so, basically, the camera crew of CNN, one of them, were at the border. And just a quarter mile away, they're like, oh, look, we, we just so happened to catch these people being smuggled across the border from the Mexican side to the American side. It was staged, and I'll tell you why. First off, the people that were smuggling the... Um, the coyotes, as they call them, the ones that bring the, the, the people across the border, were wearing a ski mask on a boat, like while they're rowing the boat in broad freaking daylight. First off, the coyotes, the ones that smuggle the people, do not wear ski masks because they try to blend in and look like, in case they get caught, they try to act like they're part of the people just trying to get across the border so they don't get any charges on them or very little, from my understanding. Okay, that's number one. Number two is, you're doing this in broad daylight. You're kidding me, right? Everyone knows you. it happens at nighttime. Thirdly, it's a quarter mile away from the ICE border patrol area. And I will say this, Erin Burnett asked the CNN crew, she's like, 
you just so happened to stumble across this? And then the reporter started just like mumbling and jumbling like, uh, and then uh, the other media mainstream media outlets picked up on it and started reporting it. And now CNN made a statement saying, well, we defend this and da da da. We defend our reporting and blah, blah, blah. We would never do such a thing. Bull crap. Okay. So I'll let you guys, I'm not here to tell you guys whether it was faked or not. If you want to look into it, by all means, I'll let you decide for yourselves. I'm a little bit, um, I'm a little bit passionate about that, as you could tell, just because, I mean, come on. Do they think we're fools? Like, they're standing a quarter mile away from the ICE Border Patrol. Now, this doesn't look good for a number of reasons. It's either CNN faked the, faked the crossing, okay, because other media outlets picked up on the crossing, too, and they seem to also be there the same time the CNN crew was there, okay? On top of that, and again, CNN's saying, it's, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. They're trying to be like the QAnon people. No, 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 no. CNN's trying to flip it. The other thing is that let's just say this crossing was legitimate. This looks terrible on ICE Border Patrol because you're telling me a quarter mile away from your own headquarters at the border, you don't know what's going on? So it, either way, it doesn't look good. Either way, okay? <laughs> so the next thing is that um, many um, sources and outlets are finding that the executives in the White House that, uh, that are firing the staffers for past marijuana use also have DUIs under their belt. So listen to this. It's not that the people who are being fired for past marijuana use, which they admitted on a, on a survey, by the way, didn't have to admit it. They're not the ones that also have DUIs. The people firing them have DUIs. It's like me having a DUI and, you know, one of you guys listening or watching works for me and I fire you because you, you were honest with me and you checked off on a list that at some point in your life you smoked weed. Because, again, the science has suggested that alcohol is way more dangerous and worse for unhealthy for you than weed is. Look at the hypocrisy of that. That is ridiculous. Anyways. The next thing is that NBC is now scanning through about 17,000 hours of WWE footage to look for any racist material. Look. Here's the thing. If they find anything, obviously, I'm, I'm not, I'm totally against racism. Totally. With that being said, though, I mean, okay, maybe I'm missing something here. And if I am, please tell me to sit, to have people, to pay people to sit through 17,000 hours of footage. Come on. I mean, if, if it was a racist thing said 10, 15 years ago, I'm not saying to let it go. I'm just saying that no one even remembers it. You know what I mean? The best thing to do is to not bring up stuff in the past, especially if it's going to bring more controversy to the present. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would just say it's a waste of time, but NBC can do what they want. And even if there is, if they, if they find stuff and they want to scrap it out, I'd be all for it. Don't get me wrong. But like, you're going to watch 17,000 hours just to look for anything that might be, you know, slightly implicative or racist. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, the next thing is that uh, an L.A. Times journalist said that vaccine passports are good because they break the resistance down. The resistance meaning those who don't want to get the, um, the the vaccine. Look, this is exactly the problem with these people speaking out. And these they formulate their opinion publicly, but they're supposed to be nonpartisan, unbiased writers. Really? You know what I mean? And oh, by the way, I do want to correct myself. I, I said something on Sunday having to do with the shooter of the USA Today editor being fired for saying the shooter was white. I made a mistake. I mistook something for another, another shooting event. The shooter was Syrian. So I understand now why the USA Today editor was fired. Totally my mistake. I really don't mean to be spreading uh, disinfo to you guys. So I really do apologize for that. The next thing is that Trump launched a website to communicate with his supporters. Again, he's apparently going to launch, launch his own social media platform. They're, his circle and his crew are staying quiet about it, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, the next, because again, look, he knows what, his, what the people who like him, he knows what they want, and that's not a bad thing. So he's just giving them what they want. Whether you agree or disagree is not for me to say, 
right? The next thing is that Iran re rejected Biden's compromise to a nuclear deal uh, even before Biden said anything about, you know, reinstating it or whatever. Now, apparently, after Trump backed out of the Iran nuclear deal, it's Iran followed the rules for about a year, I think it was, in, into 2018 or 2019 at the latest until they just kind of broke off. Look. I personally am against the Iran nuclear deal, and I'll tell you very quickly why. The approach in textbook theory sounds good. It sounds all fine and dandy, which, you know, they're going to give up their nuclear weapons or they're going to promise to not do anything, but you don't think, honestly, they're still making nuclear weapons? Come on. The United States signs deals all the time. Canada signs deals all the time. Russia, China, Israel, they, they, they do it on the public end, but what about the back end? And the answer that most people say will be like, well, if the deal is was in place still and they're still not listening, we slap more sanctions on them. Look, guys. I don't, again, if you're going to slap more sanctions, then what's the point of the deal to begin with? I understand Obama tried to be this, like, you know, progressive diplomatic approach, and he felt that, you know, everyone could come to the table. And to an extent, I respect that. But at the same time, this Iran nuclear deal, I have to agree with, personally, if you want to know my opinion, I'd like to agree with Trump and Netanyahu on this one saying that's not a good deal. It's not. It's it's giving Iran the ability to, you know... Uh, basically build a limited amount of nuclear capabilities in a lot of different ways and even if it wasn't they were going to build it anyways let's be real i mean iran has been an enemy of the west including canada for a very long time now so let's i mean it's unfortunate but it, it is the um it is the reality it's true i mean i wish the tensions could just immediately drop and again i have a lot of iranian friends some of the nicest people you're, you'll ever meet i'm talking about the uh the regime itself so i don't know it's unfortunate but Anyways, the next thing is that a, uh, a French air attack at a wedding party in Mali killed 19 civilians, according to the UN. There's all, Look, I'm not trying to brush this off. There's always going to be casualties in times of war, especially like, for example, uh, Russia, China, Israel, United States, Canada. When they bomb certain parts of the Middle East and they accidentally kill civilians, they classify them as militants. I say that with air quotes unless proven otherwise so it's kind of a cop-out it's unfortunate i mean look it's the truth people die every day i mean we could look at a glass half full two people are born every day but to lose a to you know to lose a life over some bomb attack over a political strategy is is is, is sad and unfortunate to say the very very least i don't know what else i could comment on these regards or these matters right the uh, the next thing let's take a look here, is that Brazil is replacing their military chiefs after Bolsonaro's cabinet shakeup. I don't know enough about Brazilian politics to say whether or not the military chiefs that are leaving and the ones that are incoming are good or not. All I can say is that I know that uh, Lula is now pushing against Bolsonaro to try to win again, and we'll see. It's, again, very controversial, very divisive. A lot of people like Lula. A lot of people don't like Bolsonaro, and vice versa. So we'll we'll see what happens. If there's a, a cabinet shakeup, these things happen, right? Like, I mean, whether it's a, in a first-world country or a third world country the question then becomes is it for any type of military political objective against you know trying to uh, take some type of literal physical militaristic control within brazil so that the next election is in bolsonaro's favor i mean that might sound conspiratorial but it guys it's the year 2021 like i mean let's be real at this point sadly almost everything's a conspiracy because we're finding out the reporting is not the way it is right so the next thing is that nepal closes their schools uh, after uh, sorry, as air pollution hit alarming new levels. Uh, okay. The thing with global warming. This is tough. I do believe... Here's the thing. People have asked me, you know, 
Dave, what's your what's your opinion on global warming and stuff like that? I don't know just yet. I think there are certain natural cycles the planet is going through. The question then becomes, are humans speeding up that cycle? I'm a big animal environment person. I'm not like some tree hugger or what have you. And if some of you are, I respect that. And for those who aren't, I respect that as well. It's just for me, I'm a big animal person. I like nature and animals and you name it. Um, probably more animals than nature, but we could argue they're one and the same, right? As to when I see animals dying or whatever, that's when it upsets me. But unfortunately, too, at the same time, I mean, it's been like this even before humans, you know, colonized or what have you. Natural disasters used to, you know, destroy and kill animals as was the cycle of life. So I don't know where I stand just yet. I will get back to you guys on that. The next thing, and again, this has to do with, you know, Nepal and the air pollution from industry and from different things of global warming, allegedly, and you name it, right? The next thing is that Pakistan is struggling with a third wave of COVID, allegedly. Again, as are many countries. Uh, England is also apparently opening up very slowly, too. The next thing is that Berlin and Canada suspended the use of AstraZeneca for people below the age of 60. I believe in Canada it's below the age of 55, but anyways, they're saying the side effects on younger people are far too consistent, uh, and it's creating a pattern which is worrying regarding the AstraZeneca vaccine. Again, I mean, I'm not trying to say I told you so because I'm sure many of you agree with me here. Look, if you take the vaccine, I respect that. If you don't, I respect that as well. And you might be saying, Dave, why would you say that? I say that because if you choose to take the vaccine, that is your personal choice. And again, if something happens, I'm not trying to be like, uh, I'm not trying to add a negative rhetoric or connotation to it. But ultimately, if something will happen to you down the road as an effect of you getting the vaccine, you've taken that chance. And I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm just being serious. We could also argue that the other way around. If you don't get it, maybe there's a chance that, you know, if you work outside or what have you, or you go out every day in places that are very vulnerable, you might catch it. Who knows? Right. So. I'm just trying to report it, and I know for a fact, because I live in Canada, that is true. As of yesterday, they stalled the AstraZeneca ones, which, if I'm not mistaken, are the same ones that Biden sent over, which are very worrying, because, again, um, I'm not saying this is Biden's fault or anything. I'm saying Biden, he, he made a smart move, because, again, externally, like I said last week, it looked like Biden was basically giving, the, giving Canada, us, the stuff that was not approved by the FDA, which is true, right? So... Unless the FDA approved it after that, but I, I, I'm not uh, for certain on that. The next thing is that a French company is convicted of manslaughter over a uh, selling a deadly diet pill. Look, that kind of stuff happens all the time. People get greedy. They don't care if people are dying. They just want to make their money. It's terrible, but I don't know. I don't really know what I can contribute to that. It's it's the way of life. Well. It's the way of human life these days, let's call it. The next thing is that Ukraine is trying to boost their arms sales amid war tensions. There have been um, videos, excuse me, there have been videos as well as many different things uh, coming from Russia, reading their military forces and stuff like that. Uh, I've shown some of that on Patreon, could be for a handful of other reasons, but it seems like Ukraine is heating up again. Look, the question becomes, what do the people of Ukraine really want? If you hear the Western side of it, it's one thing. If you hear the, the, the Eastern European or the Russian side of it, it's another thing. Unless you go and you ask and you gather the Ukrainian people together in a totally open forum, it's going to be hard to say what the Ukrainian people really want, right? So I don't, if there will be a war, it will not surprise me. If there will be another type of uprising or something, it, it wouldn't surprise me. The next thing is that uh, the WHO said they honestly don't know if COVID was a lab breakout or not. Huh. Okay, so a year ago was a conspiracy theory that all the news networks and the social media companies were saying, no, we can't talk about this. Now it's a possibility. Not to say, 
and I'm not a biologist by any stretch of the imagination, but not to say that the virus originated in the lab, but it's very possible the virus was curated in the lab and mutated or genetically altered in some way, right? And that's the difference because, again, it seems to have a very resistive lifespan with when it comes to staying inside or being able to survive indoors, which is not normally the, uh, the way that viruses generally work from my very, very basic understanding. I have some friends that are in... Uh, in, in biomed and things like that, I try to watch documentaries on this just so I could, you know, keep uh, keep up with the, the, the basic core understanding of it on the news and what have you, right? But ultimately, I mean, look, I, unless I go to school for it, I won't know as much. So I don't want to act like I, I know so much when I really don't. The next thing is that Derek Chauvin's trial is underway. He's the cop who killed George Floyd and all that. Again, the, the guy, the, I'm going to give you guys my opinion. The guy was a piece of shit. I mean, nine minutes, really, nine minutes. Come on. That's not that's not reacting in the heat of a situation. The heat of a situation is you have a handful of seconds to react. I don't care if it's black, white, whatever. He put his neck on the that was a disgrace. Terrible. Like that's ridiculous. That that guy, I don't I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to give you guys my personal opinion here. And you may not like me for saying this or whatever, but I don't care. I'm just going to say it. When I see Derek Chauvin's face, there's just something about that guy I don't like it. Like, I don't like his face. Like, I know that's that's pretty judgmental, but you know when you just, you look at someone and you get a bad vibe? I, I see that picture of him, the mugshot, the kneeling picture, him in court. I don't like the guy, man. That Something really doesn't click. So, anyways, the next thing is that the ship in the Suez Canal got unstuck, allegedly, um, which is good, but it's now making a lot of major... Um, regulatory committees and institutions and companies rethink the value of these type of ports should they make them bigger wider other ways to send them over i mean drones might be one way right the uh, and the final thing is that matt gates is um the republican the congressman from florida is allegedly considering leaving congress and not even running for re-election because he might be get a might be getting a nice job at um, at Newsmax as a host or an anchor. Look, it, whatever the guy wants to do with his life, I mean, in his career. And I'm not trying to say that to be an asshole. I'm serious. If you want to leave politics to go into broadcasting, I mean, that happens all the time. People who are in broad, like for example, Mike Pence was a radio host before he became a uh, before he became a senator or a gov. Was it governor? Uh, anyways, that's not the point. The point is that a lot of these people kind of mingle, people in politics kind of mingle in radio and stuff, or mingle in broadcasting and vice versa. Like Lou Dobbs, who's now been fired from Fox, but when he was on, apparently he was thinking of running five or six years ago. Uh, Steve Bannon was trying to get Lou Dobbs to run for, for a congressman or something like that. But anyways, it's because these people have a public image, right? And they know the support they have. So Again, we'll see what happens. Anyways, that's it for today, and I uh, hope you guys will check out uh, the episodes later on as well. And um, we'll see all of you tomorrow. Cheers.